0: There has been much talk about the demise of uh, test cricket, particularly among teams not called Australia, India or England, Um, but two of those teams, uh, or three of those teams are all involved in fantastic tests uh, over the course of the last four days, with the top two teams in the world losing, uh, which was was great to see. Joining me on the line right now is Alex Chapman, News Hub Cricket uh, Editor Chappie. How are you, my friend?
1: Thank you, my friend. That's actually not my title,
0: but I'll happily take that and I'll I'm, say that's my boss and then ask for a pay rise. I'm going <laughs> to run with it because you edit lots about cricket, so new sub cricket editor works for me. Uh, I know, Chappie, how much you love the game of cricket. It is a big part yeah. of your life, both in professional and personal uh, situations, uh, and I know how much you love test cricket. Have you been invigorated by what you've seen in the last 24 hours?
1: Oh, man, I'm utterly thrilled about it. And I think, in particular, for the West Indies cricket, more than the English, as you mentioned, the, the big three of England, India, and Australia kind of run the game at the moment, unfortunately, especially India and the BCCI's links to the ICC. But for the for West Indies to have life breathed back into Test cricket, I think is potentially future-proofing, if anything. And you just had to see... Jamar Joseph sprint off at the Gabba last night, despite having a badly bruised toe, uh, to show how much Test cricket means to to the Caribbean. And uh, still, despite you know T20 cricket uh, being their focus and their priority for so many of their players, it, it's it's the purest form of the game. It's the most historic form of the game, and the fact that that was their first win. In Australia since 1997, um, on a tour where they've been written off by so many people, including Rodney Hogg, who Craig Brathwaite repeatedly called out uh, in the post-match, it, it's still very much alive, and that's such a, a special feeling, I think, for, for cricket.
0: And a story like Shamar Joseph, a bloke who no one had heard of uh, three weeks ago, He's taken what uh, 14 15 wickets and in, in, in two games against the best team in the world on their home ground, Fortress capper as well. Like, uh, what a great performance from the young man on a broken with a broken toe. Uh, he's captured the imagination of not only the West Indies, but I think the cricketing world with his celebrations and this West Indian team in general. Chappie, and look, I wrote them off too. I thought these test matches would be over in two days, and I thought both tests were relatively competitive, all things considered. I think it's great for West Indian cricket that they can chuck out a team with a whole bunch of young players, Kemar Roach, Craig Brathwaite, the only two players I'd ever heard of, uh, and to do what they did uh, over the course of both tests was fantastic for the game.
1: You just had to see Shamar Joseph crying after he got his for, and he was almost embarrassed to bring it back up yesterday in the, the post-match um, chat with Brendan Julian, but, yeah, man, to see him just sprinting off and, and you know, carrying his team on his back before they then jumped on his back in, in celebrations, I thought it was... Some wonderful poetry there, and look, there's been so much talk about the potential demise of Test cricket and how badly it needs such special um, results and, and stories with so much meaning, and for the big three to no longer be dominating, and those results in the last probably now 20 hours or so really proves that. I think um, it doesn't mean that you automatically Test cricket is saved. It'd be naive to think that, but it's going to go a big step to in particular in the Caribbean, where you know where we've talked extensively over over the last year or so about the, the demise of West Indian cricket and the prioritisation with, with T20 cricket with them, uh, this will do absolute wonders for them, despite the fact that it was, I think, 3 in the morning. And you just had to see the emotion that Brian Lara was showing in commentary. Mm. And on, uh, You know, you often get all this behind-the-scenes stuff, and I thought, I thought it was so cool for Mark Howard to capture that moment and share it on social media that you know, someone that was so composed at the crease as a batsman just to show emotion like that in the commentary box that to be honest man like even just seeing that I, I, I got a bit emotional just kind of thinking about how much this would mean to them.
0: Yeah, uh, I mean, Brian Lara, um, the, the the scenes with him giving Gilly a hug and Smithy calling it was was beautiful. You're a betting man, Chappie. I would imagine that at the start of play yesterday in both uh, India and Australia, you would have got a fair chunk of cash on the West Indian-England double.
1: Oh, yeah. I, mean, I, I looked at <laughs> going uh, West, uh, sorry, Australians win, Indians win at the start of the test, and that was paying like, a dollar fifty five, maybe a dollar sixty. I thought, no, that's gonna be you know, it's not even worth my time and I'm very glad that I did it. Uh and then even even like halfway through yesterday the West Indies were paying like three fifty. And everyone was saying, even even at the break, Kerry O'Keefe was saying, No, I think Australia would do this without losing another wicker and then when Steve Smith played that absurd you know, scoop over fine leg. I thought, oh yeah, here we go. Steve Smith's going to do it. They're going to talk about what a great opener he now is. Yeah, it's it's phenomenal, man. for
0: yeah. yeah, story. So uh, quickly before we move on to what might be the future of um, international cricket, just quickly, Bazball. I know he hates that phrase, but I mean they were two wicket <laughs> they were two wickets away from winning the Ashes. A Ben Stokes catch, uh, basically off Nathan Lyon, probably ended up costing them that series. Um, he's done great things with that side. Um, they play fantastic cricket. Um, but it was it was Bazball a bit. Um, on sort of maybe in fourth gear for this test I felt but I thought they played phenomenally well from the second day onwards uh, and that was a tremendous performance from his team
1: and and that was shown by Tom Hartley's seven foot in, in the second innings this is someone that as soon as he was picked everyone was like what on earth are you guys doing but that's, and I know Brendan doesn't like it, but that's baseball Ball, is to kind of just back your man, give him confidence. He got hit for a six in his first ball in Test cricket in the first inning, and then goes and delivers a match winning performance for his side in Hyderabad. And to be honest, man, like, I, I completely right in the uh, England off to win that first test. I thought they might be able to sneak a test in this series, and it'd probably end up being all 1, especially after their preparation. They got criticised by Steve Harmison for their lack of preparation in India for going to the UAE and spending more time in India. But to have a 190 run first innings deficit and then go and win the way they did. Uh, and to be honest, I thought, the oh, way Oli Pope batted, that's, and yeah, there's recency bias and this might be a bit um, exaggerated, but it's one of the, the great English innings that I've seen. For him to bat the way he did, he's really struggled for runs in the last few years. People have called for him to be dropped and it's probably only really the confidence and the faith that that Brendan and Ben Stokes have in him, and the fact that he's also probably vice captain as well that may have saved him he he batted beautifully, and then yeah this this lion-hearted approach that Ben Stokes has as a captain, which just gets put into his players yeah it's I was shocked to to see that happen.
0: So the future of cricket, Chappie. Uh, Black Caps only played, th- playing three ODIs this entire summer. they have already in the bag. I know there is a T20 Cricket World Cup um, coming up as well. But and the days of, of the great Australian ODI series that we used to watch when we were young fellas is, is, is over. Uh, is ODI cricket going to become a four-year thing with World Cups? Because I just can't see how that format, if test cricket is taken seriously as we hope it is, and T20 cricket is what everyone, you know, that's where the money is. There surely ODI cricket, one day international cricket, cannot survive the current form.
1: Yeah, and the MCC, who are uh, how to explain, kind of like the governors of the game for those that, that don't quite understand it, have kind of suggested that going forward post-next World Cup that ODI cricket will almost become a um, year of a World Cup and the year before a World Cup, and then the rest of it is going to mainly be test and T20 cricket. And it's a bad thing. Maybe I mean most of the money is still with T Twenty cricket, and, and as we've just discussed for the last what ten minutes, Test cricket is still very much alive, and there is still so much passion for Test cricket. And you just look at uh, how much it means to not only the, the big three but to, to New Zealand. You know there'll be emotion, no doubt, with although probably toned down emotion knowing some of those Black Caps players, mm. but there'll be the emotion in this series coming up against South Africa. The the um. Unknown South African squad There'll be emotion with them getting to represent Their country and already being written off In the series that starts um, This week so The future of ODI cricket yes there's definitely A massive question mark over it we're going to See way less of it we've already seen way less of it In the last World Cup cycle I think it was maybe About half of what it was the Previous World Cup cycle from 15 to 19 So we're going to see Progressively less and less of it Is, is, Is it a bad thing Any
0: time will tell. Right. Uh, To wrap, Chappie, uh, four tests to come this summer, a two-test series against South Africa, two-test series against Australia. We know that this is not a great South African team on paper that's been sent down, but I think yesterday to have given New Zealand a reminder that anything can happen. Uh, So kind of like a two-part question, what do you want to see from New Zealand out of the series against South Africa? And then... On the top of that, what's your confidence level? Which I guess will change based on this series, heading into a two-test home series against Australia, which is, I guess, the uh, it's the uh, it's the gold um, at the end of the rainbow for most New Zealand cricket fans.
1: Yeah, well, first part, I want to see what this new look New Zealand team is going to be like because the selectors made that that call last week to to drop Henry Nichols. How's Ratch and Ravindra going to go at five? Uh, who's going to be at seven, are they going to play a Phillips and a Santana, or are they going to play just one of them and play four pacemen? And there also needs to be a well-rounded performance. It's a very cliche and bit of a fence-sitting answer, but New Zealand needs to come out and really make a statement performance. And yes, it's a massively undermanned South African team against a New Zealand team that's pretty much going to be at full strength, but we still haven't been in South Africa in a test series, so this is the chance to really make history for this New Zealand side. Uh, in terms of Australia, it's Big Brother coming to town, isn't it? It's Big Brother <laughs> coming to see you at university. Uh, and, and you're really wanting to impress Big Brother. Um, I think if New Zealand managed to get a one-all series draw, they'd be relatively happy with that. And I think fans would be relatively happy with that. It's still a really bloody good Australian team. They're still the World Series champions. And, man, to have, to have to play an Australian team that's just being let's be honest, embarrassed at home at Fortress Gabba, uh, it, it's a scary time to be playing them.
0: Yeah, they've still got Hazelwood coming, Stark and Lion, the best attack in world cricket. It's kind of scary. Uh, Chappie, always a pleasure speaking cricket with you, my friends. Um, and, and go well, um, New sub Cricket Editor. <clears throat>
1: <laughs> Anytime, brother. Thank you.